Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Gillian Hepburn from Schroders, and um, welcome to the 10th podcast from the Diversity Project Gender Network, uh, Gender Work Scheme, where we explore a range of themes and consider how we encourage women in particular to join our industry. However, as I always say, everybody is welcome. Um, all of the previous podcasts are available on the Diversity Project website and also on Spotify. I won't say this, but it's dead cool. Uh, last month, we had a great session considering mentoring and all the benefits that can bring to us. Um, and I also think it's really important that we demonstrate how young people who join our industry can be supported, both at the outset and also throughout their career. Um, and this week, therefore, we're exploring network networking, which in many ways relates to mentoring. Um, and let's explore why I think that's the case. So we'll consider the benefits, how to go about it, what is networking actually? Um, is it just about attending events? Um, and then can we share some hints and tips? So who is in the virtual studio with me today? I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by my very good friend, Rosa Louis, Protection Director at Lloyds Banking Group, and also by Mayo Akeley, um, who's currently an intern, having finished her PhD in maths, um, and she is fast becoming my new friend. Um, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves as we go through this podcast, because it's more fun than me sitting here going through a CV. So Rose, let's open up with you. Without further ado, can you give us a little bit of your background? I always think it's just really important for people listening in on this call to hear where some of us have, have come from and how we've got into, into financial services. Um, but if you give us a little bit of your background, how you've got here, um, and also then what networking means to you. Yeah, sure. Um, and thank you for inviting me onto the podcast. How lucky am I? Um, so um, I have been in uh, financial services for hmm, some time, 25 years now. Um, and I know I'm wearing well, so thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so um, I started off, graduated from the University of Kent um, and I was a financial advisor, first of all, for 10 years, uh, back in the day where you would do everything. So pension, savings, investments, protection, mortgage years healthcare you do everything very different today um so I did that for 10 years in a whole bunch of ways commission only um employed self-employed bank assurance IFA tide advisor so really had a good flavor for what it's like to be um dealing with customers um did a brief stint in risk risk and compliance um so didn't stay there for very long as you can tell that's not really my personality type um back into <laughs> kind of like distribution uh, working in outsourced investment management um, and outsourced investment processing. So worked um, with like asset management as well as kind of like investment platforms, worked in a couple of retail platforms, um, more recently co-funds when it was LNG owned and then um, at Zurich, stepped away from corporate world for about 12 months and worked at KPMG and professional services. Again, that was a really interesting experience having a panoramic view of financial services and then jumped back in at the beginning of this year working at Lloyds Banking Group, being their protection director. Um, so representing all the banking brands, Bank of Scotland, Halifax and Lloyds, as well as Scottish Widows. So my career's not really gone in a straight line, um, but I think that the wealth experience along the way and the networks that I've created along the way, see what I did there, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, has really helped, um, has really, really helped me in my career. So. And I think you said to kind of like to segue into the next question, um, you know, what, what, 
what are the what are the benefits of no what does it mean to me does it mean to you yeah sorry you can tell I get so excited about talking about my career <laughs> uh, so what does it mean to me so 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 just that I mean um for me it's just like a real great opportunity to be curious to find out how to do my job better by speaking to people that have maybe done it before done bits of it um have a view from the outside in as well as from the inside out um it's to kind of like get together with like-minded people or indeed people who think totally different and can give me a different perspective mm. I think it means different things to different people yeah. um, and whenever I think about networking I don't think about it as as a thing to do i.e you know pick up a box of business cards and let's go to an event I think about it as a way to express my curiosity and get something out of it or offer something to it so that's really really broad and I purposely have made that broad so people can um take what they need from that and actually personalize it for them yeah, great. Thanks, Rose. Um, I mean, obviously, what you've demonstrated there is a huge career in terms of um, variety, and also that's really important. But also, you picked up um, a, an important point there as well about careers not going in straight lines, and they can kind of, if I would call it, zigzag around the place. Yeah, um, and that's always important for young people that listen to this call. I know we're specifically focusing on networking, but I think we can always share other experiences on the call. Um, so that's been a great start in terms of what networking means to you. I'm now going to go over to Neil. Neil, welcome to the podcast. We're absolutely thrilled that you could join us today. And um, Do you want to give us a bit of an indication of um, what your story has been so far in terms of your journey into financial services? And also, what's, what's your experience of networking to date? Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me here today, um, Gillian, to be here with you and Rose to discuss networking. I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic session. Um, so brief background about me, I graduated in 2017 with a master's in engineering and then not too long after I decided to do a PhD in mathematics and I've just only completed that a few weeks ago. So at the moment I'm at that waiting period where I've submitted my thesis but I am waiting for it to be examined by um, a group of experts and then I'll be conferred with my doctorate degree. So I thought it would be a good idea to gain exp experience and exposure to the financial services industry whilst I'm waiting um, to be conferred on my degree. So I applied to the one, um, 10,000 Black Interns um, program last year mm -hmm. and I was successful. And so I'm currently doing my internship at um, a private equity firm in London, Key, Key Haven Capital Partners. And yeah, so that's basically my story to how I got into the financial services. Um, and what do I think about networking? I think for me, I feel like there are a few misconceptions as to what networking is. I think some people might see it as simply meeting people for the purpose of, you know, getting something from them, getting ahead or using them. I think my perception is quite different from that. I think that it's mainly about seeing the value in yourself and seeing the value in other people and thinking more long term rather than short gains. Um, I believe that when you're able to have sort of foundation, that you're able to build a more effective network and you would then focus on trying to figure out how to help people rather than um, what you can get for them. And I think from that, from there on, your relationship with your network can flourish and they can then, you know, will be willing to help you whenever they can. That's great. There's a couple of great points in there. I think, first of all, um, what we're already seeing is that networking isn't just about collecting LinkedIn contacts, right? So 
Yeah. Um, and, and secondly, I love the, the point that you made there about helping people. And we'll explore this a bit in the podcast today that the networking is about a two-way process, isn't it? It's about um, it's about helping each other and, um, and what we can all gain from it. So we'll, we'll look at that in a bit more detail um, going forward. Rose, coming back to you, what, what do you think are some of the key benefits of networking? So, so I'm happy to talk about that, but I've just heard Mayo speak and I just want to be her. I'm immediately intimidated by her PhD and then I just want to rewind to the back of my career and go again with all of her energy and enthusiasm. So that's great to it. So, um, so sorry, but I just had to say that because you were um, like, yay you. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited about what your career holds. Um, so, but but sorry, sorry, Julian, to answer your question. That's all right. You knew, you knew it was I, dangerous having me on, didn't you? No, I did, but I also agree. I was like, PhD, this is really good. Well done. We've all got our fingers crossed for you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so um, benefits of networking. So there's a whole bunch of stuff, right? It depends what you're looking for. Um, so I kind of like wrote down a bit of a list, actually, of some of the benefits that I think that um, I've taken advantage of, as well as I've been able to offer to people. So I've got, I've got some great industry colleagues and actually I've got some really really good friends off the back of that I've got people to go to for knowledge experience both technical and strategic um, I've been able to use my network to to get introductions for jobs and uh, to get referred for new roles it helps with my promotion not just because people have introduced me but because people have advocated for me through my network as well and um, so what I'm what I'm trying to demonstrate there is it's not your immediate network, but the ripple effect of your network as well, which mm. is really, really significant. Um, and then, you know, a shoulder to cry on, because sometimes it's not good, right? You know, everyone talks about networking in a really positive way, but sometimes you really need that place to turn to, to say, this is really rubbish. I'm really struggling. And you want to do it in a safe environment. You might want to do it outside of the organization you work from. You might want to do it outside of people who have immediate influence around promotions for you. So you, you need to go to that kind of like psychologically safe place and secure place where you can just kind of verbally throw up in a place where you feel safe and, and have someone yeah. work through some stuff with you. So it's just really people that have got your back who will kind of like, you know, will push you up and, and and like pick you up but also um that they will they will also have a really strong conversation with you when you're when, when maybe you need you're it. getting too big for your boots but you trust <laughs> that right um you know and I've got people that say well actually Rose I see where you're coming from there but rein it in a little bit and I'm you know and and there are people that you trust that when they say that you'll be like okay so I should listen to that so there's a whole bunch of stuff from the kind of like career stuff right yeah. through to the friendship stuff and arguably mm -hmm. Julian you know we started off as this professional network and now we're friends and we we have a glass of wine from time to time on the weekends and stuff and and I think that's something that's really precious that can come out of your network and um, one other thing I would say just really really briefly is um your network's like um it's an active dynamic thing so um you know people come in and out of it all the time um and i don't think that there's anything to be worried about about that and also some people are very active with your network and some people are really passive sometimes you need to wake up and say i need some help or let me help you um and then sometimes there are people in your face pushing you on and giving you opportunities um and that's the beauty of it i think you know it's just this a fabulous bubbling resource that you can use in a way that serves you yeah, absolutely. I think I think you made loads of great points there, Rose. And I think one of them actually I'm going to pick on in particular is about creating a safe environment. Um, you know, you and I are involved in women in platforms, for example, and 
last year uh, when we all went into lockdown, we recognised really quickly that for some of our network that might be a challenge where suddenly they were working from home. I'm, I'm thinking of some of the young women that worked with us who had just moved job and suddenly, you know, got their laptop on a Friday and were sent home. And, and also some of the young women that work with us that in the network who managed teams that were suddenly having to manage teams remotely and and, and just struggling a little bit with that and didn't feel that they had somewhere to go to have conversations about that. And mm-hmm. you know, when we went into virtual networking, which was a challenge in itself, it did give people a safe place to have some of those more difficult conversations and, and to get some help and advice from people, let's say like you and I, who are a bit longer in the industry <laughs> and uh, <laughs> could maybe give some help and advice. So there's just loads of ways that a network can absolutely benefit you. And Neil, what, what about your thoughts now? So you've given us lots of examples lots, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I absolutely agree, um, Rose. I think a few things I'll add is I, in my little experience, um, I think networking also provides you a greater pool of information and resources that you would otherwise not have access to. For example, someone you, in your network could um, be specialised in, um, in a subject that, you know, maybe your doctor is struggling with or um, a, t- a project, um, sorry, a subject your daughter is struggling with or projects that um, you might need help with. So I think it provides you with more access um, to information and resources. And I also think that um, with networking for someone in my stage as well, you could go to someone in your network for career advice in regards to what to do, set to take um, when you're moving on in your career. And then it could, they could also offer guidance and direction as well, what to do. So I think there's so many benefits that could come from your network and just networking in general. Yeah, sure. Rose, what do you think? Um, what do you think makes a good network? And, and also, how do you find them? How do you access them? How do I find these people? Yeah, um, how do you find them? <laughs> I speak them out. Um, so what makes a good network? I would say, um, appropriately, diversity. Um, yeah. You do not want people that think um, and act exactly the same way you do or or have the same role you do now you might want a few of those people but actually if you are you want you want someone to be able to reflect something different back to you um, and offer something different to challenge you to kind of like help you occupy your stretch zone rather than your comfort zone so I'd say diversity so if I think about my network and and what I think makes it really quite precious is it's black white brown it's male it's female it's gay it's straight it's young, it's old, um, it's, it's a whole bunch of people, um, but not just that from the individuals, they work across the whole range of financial services. So insurance from life and life insurance to general insurance, investment, um, investment management, asset management, investment processing, technology, um, you know, startups, large corporations, like a huge, huge number of different organisations across the whole of financial services. So I always think that I've got someone I can talk to, I can get a view, and actually I can test the view I get cross-sector and cross-individual. So I think that what makes a good network is the diversity of it and the depth and the breadth. So you've just got so many areas to turn to. And how do you create that? Just yeah. be curious and having conversations. So um, like it or not, Maya, you will be in my network moving on because you've got a perspective <laughs> that I immediately am drawn to, you know, just from your education, your ambition. There's loads of stuff that I just find attractive about you. So I'm interested in what you can do and how I can help you. But also I'm interested on how I can bring a problem to you and I want to get your perspective on it. Um, so, so, so 
so that's an example of how I would find someone new into my network um, just right from the get-go. Yeah, so actually you've kind of answered my next question, Rose. Oh, sorry. No, 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 I did good to be. <laughs> because the next one was that I was going to ask, because people often think about networking as I, I need to just, back to your point I think you made earlier, I need to turn up at an event with a bunch of business cards. And, and that's really not what you're saying, is it? Mm. No. Not at all. Um, so good people um, and people that can be a value to you and you can be a value to them um, are just all over the place. Right. You know, they're they're on this call. You know, I'm sure that there are a whole bunch of people listening to this call that might want to reach out to any of us to ask a yeah. question. And, and can I just offer a, a little point of counsel? If you do, don't just send any of us a LinkedIn request. Um, <laughs> make it purposeful. Write a message. Because if people just say, can I connect with you and get the standard? It's highly unlikely that I might decline that, which sounds a bit rough, but I just, why, you know, why do you want to connect with me? So you need to have purpose around that. There needs to be a connection. There needs to be an interest. There needs to be an engagement. So I've told Mayo why I'd be interested in her being in my network. So I've told her what I think I can offer her and I've told her what she, I think she can offer me. So I think that you can find a whole bunch of people in your network for a whole bunch of different reasons in everyday life whether it's at work whether it's outside of work socializing it's just where the interest is is peaked sure and Mayo as somebody um obviously younger in the industry and with with less experience and contacts um, what's your view on accessing people in in network I know you mentioned the black interns but are there other opportunities that you see available in terms of um, networking and finding new contacts yeah, I think like Rose said, I think you can find um you can find your contact almost anywhere as far as you're curious and you're just willing. So even if you volunteer um for an organization or you're interested in a specific subject or a specific area, just find something that I think strikes a chord within you. And then if you join that, I think you can also you can make networks that are value. Uh, so for example, with this diversity project, I, I didn't know any of you like a few weeks, few months ago. I just said yes to an email I received and. Here I am months later speaking to yeah. both of you and now you're part of my network. So I think it's part just a network. Yeah, yes. so it's just um it's just about being curious. And I think networking comes in various forms. Just find what works for you. Yeah, great. Now one of the things um Rose we've often spoke about is um, you know, how do you get the best from a networking opportunity? Yeah, and you have three areas, don't you? Three questions that you think people should consider. Could you share those? Because I really love it. Yeah, yeah, I will do. Um, and uh, I have to remember them now, don't I? No pressure. So the three things are, is kind of like, you know, what do I want from my network? Um, what can I offer? And who can I connect? So they're the three things. And that creates a value exchange. So, you know, what can I, uh, what do I want? So I might need a coach, I might need um, someone to help me write a business plan or I might need someone to do a practice run on because I'm going to do my first on-stage performance or presentation or I've got to prepare for my first board meeting it could be anything so what do I need from my network what skills and who can I reach into um what can I offer you know so yeah. it could be um I have leadership experience I've done mentoring before or you know I've done that role that you're going to apply for so let me tell you how I put together my first 100 day plan that you might need to do so what can I offer to someone and the best bit is when you've got a really really cool network who can I connect so that's mm-hmm. the 
I'm really frustrated. I feel like I want the next stretch in my role. Um, I'm not getting in my company. And I'm like, oh, well, actually, I heard that this person is looking for this kind of person. Let me yeah. put you in touch with them um, and let me see if I can get them to talk to you. And, and it could be something or nothing. And that's just brilliant when you could connect people because that just makes you feel good. It, it, it makes you feel that you've enabled something and that that gives you credibility and more value that you can add to your network as well it also gives you brownie points right because then you can go back to people and ask them for stuff again because you helped them out last time so it is it's just an exchange it really yeah. is, an, is an exchange and as long as there's value to each person in in that exchange then then you know you lean into that yeah absolutely I do always love the bit about connecting because as you know I, I I really enjoy connecting people and you know I have a huge network so you know if other people can benefit from my network then you know why not it's about it's about sharing isn't it yeah um, but I get real pleasure when I can connect people and I can see things happening there's, there's just loads of great examples of, of that right across the industry and yeah. um, Neil, what, what's your thoughts on that as a, as, a, as a new networker who's clearly going to get bombarded by rules when she needs any help in terms of understanding <laughs> understanding young people and how they, how they think? Um, what's, what's your thoughts there? So my thoughts on is it how to get the most of your network? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, I feel like it's you have to think about nurturing it as well, your network, because you can't sort of come out of the blue and request for something um, because it just seems like you're using the person which nobody nobody really likes so I think it's about nurture, nurture, um, nurturing your relationship with the network and also trying to see how you can add value which is basically what um, Rose has just said um, even if it's about thinking if, if you see an article for example and information that I think might benefit someone in your network why not share it to them because then you know, it helps nurture this relationship and then it also puts you in a good light that you know, you put there in your thoughts as well. So like Rose said, <coughs> point. So yeah, I think when yeah. you have that in mind of adding value, not just collecting, then yeah, it helps. Yeah. And, and Rose, I'm gonna ask you the fun question now, because we, we talk a lot about this when we are networking face to face, right? Um, and we've all been there um, where you're kind of in a conversation and you think, um, this isn't serving me. How do you avoid getting stuck in that conversation and what do you do? So that's a tough one, right? Um, and, <laughs> and, and I guess we can all laugh about this, but but um, so we can laugh about it, then we can come on to the serious part. So, you know, if you're stuck talking to someone, you can excuse yourself and go to the loo. That sounds really bad, doesn't it? But sometimes you just need to get out of the situation or can I go and get a drink? Let me get you a drink. Or, you know, I just need to get a refill here. I've just seen someone, excuse me a second, it's been lovely talking to you. Here's my business card and you can kind of exit. And actually you have to be able to, just like you have to get skilled at engaging with people, you've got to get skilled at disengaging with people as well. Um, because, because if you're at a networking event and you get hogged by someone, that exactly. actually doesn't serve you. That doesn't serve you to not talk to other people. So you have to be able to end that conversation and move on to your next one. So, you know, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. No one can really argue that, can they? Yeah. Um, but, you know, <laughs> that, that's not your last resort, right? You know, if you can, <laughs> if you can legitimately and practice, practice and have a think about what you'd say, sort of like it's been wonderful talking to you, allow me to let you talk to other people because I want to do exactly the same. You can that's be really, really polite about that. I like that last one. That's a lovely, polite one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I, yeah, because yeah. the whole point of networking is networking, right? It's not about speaking to the same person for the whole time. So it's it's about thinking about that. I read a great book actually by Andy Bounds where he talked about networking and how you how you work a room and how you can do it. But I just love hearing from the practitioners. To be fair, as well. <laughs> 
I think they're, they're definitely um, polite ways of moving on and making sure that you're making the most of being in a networking situation. And I think there's something also to learn, because if you are feeling a bit hemmed in or feeling a bit bored by a conversation you've had, yeah. you know, let's challenge yourself on to how can you turn that around to make it engaging? So give yourself mm. a challenge. Um, yeah. h- how can you how can you exit or if you need to? But also, what can you learn? So what's the body language that you can learn so you know you're having that impact on someone when you're talking to them, that they're yeah. becoming disengaged? You know, you would never if, if you're feeling like, oh, I need to get away, you don't want to be having a conversation where someone thinks oh I want to get away so so let's let's make sure that when we're talking to people we read their body language we hear their responses and 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 get in the front foot so if you think you're having that impact on someone you say oh well actually allow me to let you go to your next person because I'm going to go to mine right (laughs) absolutely (laughs) I'll have to say we have run networking events where Rose has blown a whistle and we've and we've all moved on and met somebody new and do you know what that works really really well it might seem a bit extreme but you know and the first time you did it I was like seriously it worked really well because it actually forced us in a nice positive way to network and move and Mayo do you think um that that you're never too young to start networking what's your thoughts on that one yeah, I think you're never too young to start networking. I think you should start as soon as you can because I think starting early actually gives you a head start because it prepares you for success because you're building a list of contact from such an early stage. And I think, um, you know, the your network plays a huge role in the kind of opportunities that enters the sphere of your awareness. So, for example, like I said, this podcast, for example, if I was in a part of the under back. Um, Andre Black Intern's network I wouldn't be here discussing with you both so I think networking has definitely helped me navigate my entry into the financial services sector and I'm, I strongly believe that it would help many other um, young professionals out there as well so you, you're never too young to start. Brilliant brilliant and you're never too old to um, <laughs> going either so Rose on that point um, see what I did there how, how important <laughs> is it to um, how important is it to maintain a network and I think you, you alluded to it a little bit earlier in terms of you know, your network's kind of a fluid thing, isn't it? It's not, a, you know, it's, people come and go and it's just like your friends, right? Um, um, but what's your thoughts on this one? And I also want to ask your thoughts about networking outside of the sector. Yeah, so I think it's really important to maintain your network, but don't be too precious about keeping all of the same people in it, right? People come and go, just like, you know, when I was 16 years old, I had a different group of friends to, to the ones that I had at 25, to the ones I had at 30. I had some cool people that were always there, but it's okay for people to come in and out of your life. They're coming out of your work life, professional life, and in and out of your network. Um, so I think that there's, it's okay to say hello and goodbye to people, but I think it's always important to put new blood into to that. So anyone that has clients and they look after clients, you know, you don't just look after the same clients. You always want to bring new blood into it. You want to freshen it up. You want to give yourself new ideas. So extremely important. And that requires effort as well. Um, and I think one of the things that Maya was saying was, um, you know, if she hadn't said yes to the intern programme, she wouldn't be here. So that's something that's really important. You can make one of the ways, really easy ways to maintain your network is say yes. Like you reached out to me, hey, Rose, can you do this podcast? I'm like, yes. Um, it reminds me of Shonda Rhimes book, Year of Yes. If you haven't read it, read it. It's just fantastic. Um, the opportunities that she got in that book by just saying yes are just amazing. And I had a year of yes. And, and actually, when I did that, my 
career and network just totally catapulted for for all really really positive reasons so so yeah it's just 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 really really important to to maintain it and think about how you can actually inject energy into that that network to to maintain and, and evolve it too yeah and what about outside of the, the sector because like, i think we're on the same page it's important not just think narrow in terms of financial services for your network yeah so um so as as, as a wise man once said to me, um, if you have the, you know, in order to get different results, you need to have different thinking. Um, and if you just have the same thinking from the same group of people in the same sector, you'll move around that sphere. Um, yeah. So I think it's really, really important. And um, so uh, just a real, real quick story. Um, so I've worked, as I've said, and across a whole bunch of areas in, in financial services. And a few years ago, we were at Funds Forum together, weren't we, Gillian? And I was on the plenary panel talking uh, with a whole bunch of really smart economists and asset managers around money and investments and all this kind of stuff. And I was representing the customer. And one of the things I said was, well, it doesn't actually matter if you performed above or below the benchmark. If the customer is £100 a month short for their pension, that's what they care about, not about your peer group performance. And actually, there was a couple of tweets that were real aha moments. But of course, mm. if you just and so what, I'm, what am I trying to bring to life there? Asset managers amongst asset managers all speak the same language and try to beat each other. But actually, there are other people that have a totally different view. That's why it's really important to network and bring those people in that don't allow you to get caught in your own spin, but will actually bring a different different way of thinking. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I know that some of the, the best people I work with at times are out of the sector in terms of my network. I'm really conscious we've got like a minute to go. So before we finish, I knew that this time would fly past. We could have done an hour on this topic because we've got such great guests today. So just before we finish off, um, I'm just going to ask each of you, um, what would be your one piece of advice to people listening to our podcast today? Mayo, can I start with you? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think it would be for me, which I've already um, highlighted already before, see the value in others. It shouldn't always be about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think for you, young professionals as myself, um, do not feel like you have nothing of value to offer. You know, you may not be able to help, you know, the CEO of a company to get his job. But, you know, you might have a child struggling with uni or trying to struggle with a subject. And you might, you might just value your take on it. So, yes, just don't feel, don't be too intimidated. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would say. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much. Rules, over to you. Um, I'll, I'll keep it brief. So I would say when it comes to networking, I would say um, be brave, um, uh, say yes, and uh, really lean into operating in your stretch zone. So, you know, all those things that make you feel uncomfortable, but if you do it once, then, and, and you survive it, which you will, um, then you can do it again. So, you know, don't be scared to say, hi, my name's Rose St. Louis. Uh, I'm Central Chile and I'd really like to introduce myself to you. And that's okay. That's okay to say that. And then you've broken the ice and you can start to have a conversation with someone. Look, thank you so much. I've had such good fun on this podcast today. I knew it would, I knew it would. Um, so uh, thank you to both of you for taking part. Um, it's been a whistle-stop tour of networking. And thank you to everybody that's on the call today that's listening. Um, a great debate. And, and hopefully we've helped people thinking about a career in this industry to make them realise that actually we're all here to support and that the power of networking cannot be underestimated no matter what stage and age you are in terms of your career. So fantastic. So thank you everyone for listening. The next podcast takes 
place on the 26th of November. And again, I'll be joined by two great guests and we're going to talk about coaching. So another interesting and insightful topic. So with that, I'll say goodbye and enjoy your weekend, everybody.